0: Canceling practice after another bad loss and more line changes to come? That's Kraken hockey, baby. Let's talk about it and commiserate together on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey there, Seattle hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, bringing you your favorite team every single day. Today's episode of Locked On Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com backslash locked on to get started. Where to start, where to start, where to start with our beloved Seattle Kraken. And let's, I guess, state that. We hold fast, we stay true. But if you come to Locked on Kraken, you also come for a dose of reality. And I've said we have been a disappointed but not downtrodden group. We need to be inspired. There is... Um, a lack of inspiration, a lack of enthusiasm, a lack of fundamental hockey, and all of that is leading to lackluster performances. As I said in my cold open, today, Tuesday, November 14th, happy birthday, Mom. Um, No practice. Yes, yes, yes. We're talking about practice, and here's why we're going to talk about practice. And today's episode, I'm just letting you know, is likely going to be a rant of epic proportions. I feel like you got a little bit of that the other day. Um, I I know the the everydayers and OGers know I have not been at my best. I've not been feeling well. I have a few physical issues. My quad is not quite... Uh, better yet, if I were a Kraken player, I'd still be skating in a red jersey. So dealing with a few things here, but I've been watching the games and mostly I've been watching them the day, the morning after, because, um, I mean, we're all friends here. My sleep pattern I've, I I'm not able to to watch games at night, just given some of the discomfort that I've been in. It's easier for me to watch the games in the morning. So I'm taking my time. I can pause these games. I can rewind. I can make my breakfast and come back. So I'm I'm just sitting there. It's not happening live. I'm listening, obviously, to the pregame, postgame media. And this is what I have deduced. The Seattle Kraken right now are a team that once again, and this is frustrating, although I want to put this in context. We are a team once again that seems to be wayward in the elemental pieces. I was joking. I was being sarcastic when I said, that's Kraken hockey, baby. But what do we know about Kraken hockey this year? This year, what do we know about Seattle Kraken hockey? Last year we talked so much about checking, for checking. We talked a lot about face-offs, I guess, if you want to say. We talked about, about specialty teams this year a lot. But I don't know that there's been a commitment to a, a specific thing. I don't, I don't know if that's because. There isn't one. I don't know if that is because there are too many to list, that things are not being prioritized. I don't know if the Seattle Kraken and the coaching staff are running on the operation that everyone is going to pick up on all of the things that they worked on and that they harped on in Season 1 and Season 2 and just innately Naturally, make that a part of season three. I don't know if it's that when we hear players say, you know, we were disappointed to have our season end in a game seven right before the, we- like, was that just, are, are these all things that were spoken about in passing but never explicitly, like, focused on? I I honestly don't know. But it it I am I am making some uh, using my deductive reasoning and yes making some assumptions here, but I just don't see this as a Seattle Kraken squad that has an understanding of what the task at hand is. What is the mission? I talk about the Tuckman's model all of the time and I'm kicking myself that I didn't get Allison Lucan. We're going to have to have her back. She said she'd come back anytime. So we're going to get her back to talk about the Tuckman's model because we are back in that storming stage for, as a recap, take it from the top for, I know the everydayers and OGers know this. And if you listen to any of my conversations with Alison Lucan, then you know this, but as a recap, when you are building any team, any kind of a team, sports team, business team, even a family. You can use this in a family setting. There is something known as the Tuckman's model. And this is all about the stages of group development. This was Tuckman's theory. The stages are as follows, forming, storming, norming, performing, and adjourning. Okay? So we formed... NHL Seattle became the Seattle Kraken. We have been storming for quite a while. We normed a little bit in that we had those winning streaks last year. We got to 100 points. We got to the playoffs. We won two playoff series. Okay? Um, the norming and performing, they're very similar. So we normed, we performed to an extent. But now we're going back into the storming stage. Some of this is because of injury. We've been talking about this. Just got Brandon Tanif back. Glad to see him back. Looks like Eberle's coming back. But in their absence, Winterton, Ryan Winterton came up. We also saw Shane Wright. A lot of other people already today have reported that they are no longer on the roster. So the assumption is that they have been reassigned. We also know to Coachella Valley, I should say. We also know Devon Shore reassigned to Coachella Valley. Pierre Edouard Belmar has been out of the lineup, uh, assuming that with all of those other reassignments that I just mentioned that he will be back. Um, and so you have all of these changes presumably happening. The Seattle Kraken will be at Edmonton and then they host um, the Islanders. I have thoughts. Um, and I'm gonna give some of I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down the law coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken because there is an, a, a, a very clear issue that we are having on this team. And if you are an everydayer, if you are an OG or you already know what I'm gonna say. But the lack of focus, the lack of discipline on defense will absolutely end the Seattle Kraken. We've never been particularly good at it. We did a better job of staying focused on it last year. And that's why we yielded better results than season one. And so far, season three. Defense, you can say it's for nerds if you want. But (laughs) how about we try playing defense so we can win games? So we can uh, keep a lead. How about that? We're going to talk about it coming up. on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Jace Medical. Now, I want to make sure you know all about Jace Medical. I mentioned it's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. She and her husband are enjoying a nice day off, but you know, they are obviously older than me and getting close to retirement age, my mom is. And so there are just certain things, especially with her husband who's been a retired disability for a little while, there are certain things that they need to make sure they have access to. And medication is one of those things. So I know I've talked to you about the Jace case before. And the Jace case is super cool because it has five life-saving antibiotics that you can use in case of an emergency. We've just gone through COVID. Um, we've gone through as as a as a global community, as a North American community, wildfires, flooding, hurricanes, power outages, all of those things. And so the Jace case with the five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use is a great thing. But another thing that's amazing about Jace Medical is that you can get the medication that you need and make sure that you have a plentiful supply um, so that in the event that you cannot get to your doctor, your doctors cannot get to you or your family cannot get to you for any reason in any extended period of time, that you are covered. Take take responsibility. Take control over your health because we know that health is wealth. One verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half, in half, excuse me, to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are low, lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this to everyone. So as someone who has elderly people who do take daily medications, other people in my family take daily medications, and also as someone who has seen my community, particularly in New York, have supply chain issues because of things like flooding, like hurricanes, like power outages, this is something that I've been sharing with my family. And I want to share it with you because we're family too. And so check out jacemedical.com. If you or someone that you love would get peace of mind uh, from having a year supply of any of their daily medications, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's available for you. The prices are again, lower than local pharmacies and You'll get an extra $20 off your purchase when you use promo code LOCKED on on your first purchase. So, again, head to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com. Take control of your health with Jace Medical. Defense. Defense. Defense, defense, defense. There are a few things. If you were listening to last night's broadcast, you heard Nick Olchek talk. Um, it was either third period or postgame. I think it was probably post game, But he talked about something that I've talked about before on the show, is that there were so many tripping calls. I mean, first of all, uh, that's an obvious thing, Right. But, it, you know, it's an obvious thing to tell an NHL hockey player making however many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars per year, like good positioning go stick to stick and body to body, right? Um, that's, those are fundamentals. But what we also heard um, Nikolchuk saying is, That by being out of position, by not putting in an extra stride or two to get in body position and instead reaching and using your stick, the Seattle Kraken, they gave up six power play opportunity chances to the Colorado Avalanche. It was a 5-1 score. The Avalanche scored two of their five goals on the power play. So if you knock two of those goals off, we've got a 3-1 score. Seattle Kraken had a goal taken away because of goalie interference. Let's just say that that's a clean play. I don't think that it was. I think that the play on the ice was correct. But let's just in this alternate universe that we live in. 3-1, 3-2 game. Those are manageable games, in theory, because the Seattle Kraken have an issue with managing games. In theory, that's a manageable game. But we were 0-2 on our power play. We spent 29 minutes in the penalty box. We were a touch lower on the faceoff than the Colorado Avalanche. So, my point is. That if we can eliminate some of those penalties, which were silly penalties, some of them. Others, I'm not even going to get into the fighting thing, the goonification. I know Eddie Olchek really wants guys to respond. I feel like you know my stance on that. And I really don't want to spend time on that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm exhausted by that conversation. And it's clear that the Seattle Kraken don't know. There, there are There are no variants. They either don't hit at all or they goon it up. That's, I mean, change my mind. Where's my cup of tea? Change my mind if I'm wrong. But maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow or the next day. Who knows? It's going to be a long season. At least that's how it feels right now. Get into position. Okay? We've also seen Eddie Olchek has done a great job of this. Um, And then Nick and Allison in studio talking about... And and Allison and I talked about it when she was on the show. Game awareness, situational awareness. We've seen that the defenders are pinching. I think there was a little bit of a directive from our defenders last year to get up into the offense. And when we are doing everything that we should be doing, when we are going stick to stick, when we are going body to body, when we are cycling, when we are doing puck retrieval, when our exits, our exits have been trash this year. When all of these things, I named five things, and that's not even an exhaustive list. If all five of these things are humming and we have all of the other things going, by all means, pinch away, sir. But we have given away. This is my eye test. I talked to Allison about this. Again, uh, I guess we had just played Calgary. We're giving away breakaway opportunities. Now, I'm not going to get into goaltending on this episode. So if you came here to hate on Joey Decord and or Philip Grubauer, sorry. Next video, not going to happen. Our defense is laughable at times. Like I said, we cannot get the puck out of the zone. As I've mentioned just now multiple times on our own broadcast, it has been noted that we are pinching. There are also times where we didn't need to give a breakaway if we had been in better position there are also times where we are leaving we are absolutely leaving people in our defensive zone that are in, that are in the paint area they are right in the in the low slot some of them like have a skate in the blue in the blue paint and we leave them. I've seen Maddie Beniers do it. He, for whatever reason, was shoulder to shoulder. I think it was against Colorado. And he curled out. So not only did he leave his, his body positioning, but if this is th- the front, he curled out so that he wasn't looking. He was bl- He blindly curled out. And a pass comes in. Player, pff, right on the doorstep. I can't, you know. I love Maddie B. Got his pin right here. I love Maddie B. I've defended him. He did get his first goal. I haven't done an episode since he scored, Um, dealing with my own stuff. But um, he did score. You know, I love Maddie B. That when I saw him curl out, that burnt my damn grits. There have been a few times that he's turned the puck over, and I'm not picking on Maddie Beniers. He is far from the only one but turnovers in the neutral zone, turnovers as we're trying to enter the neutral zone and exit our own defensive zone, and pinching or being out of position, overshifting so that once the other team makes an outlet pass, it's it's a free-for-all for our goaltender. Now, what we have seen, there are some times where Philip Grubauer and Joey Decord have just been flat-out beat. If I had to say something, and we will talk about it on another episode, because I'm not getting into it today. I don't have the energy. And some of y'all, you know who you are on the on the interwebs. You're you're just a little too fired up about goaltending. Our fan base doesn't agree, and I don't think often can see the forest for the trees, Um, or however that phrase goes. We get we're a little bit skewed when we talk about goaltending, especially when we're not happy. So we're not going to do that today. I'm not a happy camper right now. I'm not going to talk about goaltending except for anecdotally, tangentially, because yes, goaltending is a part of defense and I think our rebounding needs to be better. A rebound control. Some of that, yes, is on the goaltenders, but also game Situational awareness, knowing where the opposition is, I don't care if you're Connor McDavid or I don't know, literally anybody else. If you have an opponent and they are in proximity, they can touch your goalie, why on the greenness of this earth would you leave them open? Why would you leave them? why would you leave them so the defensive assignments the awareness that was a bad play by benears there was another play where i believe it was alexiak he left someone close to the net front i'm talking in the blue paint to move to someone higher up in the slot if you are the last line of defense If someone in the mid to high slot is going to beat you and your team, you have to weigh that out. It's less of a high danger shot. It's a super high danger grade A chance if you leave someone who can literally put a skate in the blue paint to go to someone else in the higher slot. And you are the last line of defense. You have to know where your other, where your D pair is. You have to know where the other forwards are. And so puck watching, not going stick to stick, not going body to body, leaving your defensive assignments in your defensive zone, it is exhausting to watch as someone who loves the art of good defense. It is exhausting to watch the Seattle Kraken play hockey right now. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken also brought to you by FanDuel. Talked about it at the, a little bit at the top of the show, but we know it's not just NHL season, but the NFL, and those teams are driving people mad as well. And right now, new customers to FanDuel we'll get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You might have seen we've been using our FanDuel graphics a little bit more. I'll have the money line for you for tomorrow's matchup against Edmonton and Thursday's matchup against the New York Islanders. So, if you want in, if you're a first timer to FanDuel, now's your time because you make a $5 money line bet and win, and you get $150 in bonus bets. Bonus bets that you can use on spreads, player props, the over-unders. I have told you all about the Bedard show that is on FanDuel. We, of course, did a lot of our Rookie of the Year watching last year. We're still watching our Rookie of the Year this year. Totally different reason. But um, future bets also on FanDuel. Visit fanduel.com backslash locked on and kick off the NFL and the NHL season the right way. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League, and us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. The reason that we need practice. First of all, stick taps to Ryan Winterton and to Shane Wright, who came in to what was the beginning of kind of a... a burning cart. I don't know. And they gave some energy. They were used. I want to go back and look at the, uh, the numbers. We'll talk about that either tomorrow or Thursday, but I really want to look into the usage numbers or AKA time on ice. Um, (laughs) some of you know, I've been an athlete before, never played in the NHL for obvious reasons, Um, including I've never played ice hockey before. But um, when you get to a certain level of sport, it changes depending on how there's a lot of different variables. But there's politics that gets involved. And sometimes as a role player or a bench player or like a healthy scratch kind of player, you are used to fire up the players that are supposed to be the best players on the team. It's that competition that we talk about. But here's the thing. Some coaches are full of crap. And they'll do that one shift or one game to make a point. And then regardless... Of if that player, that role player, that bench player, that healthy scratch player, regardless of if that player actually made a positive impact, regardless of, of whether they were able to not only meet but supersede expectations of themselves, of their unit, in, in the case of hockey, their line or defensive pair, or even of the team at that time, there are some coaches that will say and preach, equal opportunity, you know, we want all of this. You know, we want the people that are going to play the best on the ice at the time. We want people that are buying into the systems, that are going to go for 50-50 pucks. Coaches say that crap all the time. And not a lot of coaches, with consistency, will back it up. I'm not saying that's where we're at with Dave Haxtel. What I am saying is the Seattle Kraken have to decide what's important, at least for the next week or so, right? Because we've got a weird schedule. It's super weird schedule this week. And then as memory serves, we're on the road all week next week, including our little first taste uh, against Chicago, right? Our first taste against Chicago on the 28th. Anyway. I would love to see the Kraken get back to regular practice. Dave Haxel was screaming at the team the other day, Emerald City Hockey, reporting that. RJ does a great job. If you don't follow Emerald City Hockey, make sure you're doing that. Um, screaming at the team, X lives, F-bombs all over the place. You lose your teeth when it comes to that stuff if you don't really mean it. Do you want guys to shoot the puck? Are you going to reward people who shoot the puck the most? That might not be the best example because I don't think Shane Wright, in one of the games he was in, actually shot the puck very often. Now, how much – you have to look at it. Anyway, the point being, I don't know – I'm not saying that the Seattle Kraken aren't being consistent with this. I I have an inkling that maybe they aren't. And I wonder how how ready, how frustrated – is the team. Are they really willing to say we're making the lineup and your minutes will be determined by effort? Is that what they're willing to do? I, I personally would love to see it. Nothing else is working. This guy played with this guy and they speak the same language or, you know, they came up together in Coachella Valley. The lines are not working. And now we're just throwing all the damn spaghetti on the, on the wall. We got nothing to eat. We got nothing to eat. So, um, I don't know. Just play hockey, play freaking hockey and the coaching staff between, you know, you can't ever get a handle on who's playing. Are they going with the hot goalie hand or are they going matchups? Does it depend because a lot of people have been asking again, why give Grubauer the start against Edmonton and not Colorado? We're going to have to talk about goaltending. We're going to have to talk about coaching because there I just don't get a feel for what, what our thing is. Defend the deep. What does that mean this year? What does that mean for us? I don't know that the team knows. I don't know that the team knows right now. We got some figuring out to do. And for my money, you can't do all of that in a film room. Because what's missing is muscle memory, a commitment to fundamentals, and likely communication. And you can't practice that in a film room. You can't practice that doing just recovery and I get it. The guys are tired. Well, you know what? Be more tired of losing than you are of practice. Be more tired of losing than you are of going to practice. But what are are we gonna see? You're gonna have a morning skate with new lines. All right, Dave. Listen, you're you're being you're you're making the money as the coach. I get to sit and watch the games. You're making the money. I just think this formula seems a little bit off to me. Let me know what you think. Defense is our number one issue, and you cannot fix defense in a film room alone. That's my take. Let me know what you think at locked on Kraken. My e. Lindsay account, Elon and company, still won't give it back to me. So I don't know what's going on there. But at Locked on Kraken, you can also join our insiders, Locked on Kraken insiders, 918-731-3154. Text 918-731-3154. And insiders, I have a, some Kraken just stuff that I picked up um, while I was in Seattle So if you don't have some of it and you want some of it, I will – oops, that was Chase. I will uh, leave – I will text you a way that you can um, claim some of this gear that I have that I'm trying to offload. Anyway, weird episode, more of a rant episode, trying to get back into the swing on my end of things. So I get it. I get why rest is important. I get why mentally and emotionally and physically all of those things are not always aligning. But you have to push yourself. You have to push yourself. Some days it's easier than others, but the answer can't always be, we're not going to practice. Sometimes the answer has to be, I don't want to practice. I don't think these guys want to practice. But if we don't practice, we are sunk. And you got to build the muscle back up again. Only way you do that is by pumping the iron, baby. That's all. Take care and be kind to yourself. Be kind to one another. I'm living that personally. I'm trying very hard to be kind to myself. And so I ask for your kindness towards me as I navigate my own schedule and deciding whether I need to practice or take a day off. But there's a balancing act. It's not an easy balancing act. It's not going to be the same for everyone. But at this point in time, It's not what the team wants to do. It's not what the team maybe feels they should be doing. But you have to decide. Do you hate practice more or do you hate losing more? That's our show, folks. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Kraken a part of your daily destination. Hey, make sure you're listening to Lockdown NHL. I plugged uh, Gil earlier We're going to be playing his team on Thursday and I'll be recording with him our women's hockey spotlight on Friday. So check out Locked on NHL, check out Locked on Islanders and everything else we have for you at the Locked on Podcast Network. Until the next episode of Locked on Kraken, hold fast, stay true, let's go to practice and I'll see you next time. Peace out.